Hey there guys, this is Amish Parmar over here. And this is Rohan this side and let's get this episode started. Namaskar. Namaskar, namaskar. So, what's up? <laughs> this is this is just for uh this is just for our listeners because i already know what's up and he already knows what's up but for you guys to know what's up i'm asking this question um, i would say the difficult phase is behind me i was covid positive uh, i had symptoms i isolated myself in the room here in pune but um, for the first 2 3 days it was very really difficult uh, i had all the symptoms yeah headache fever body ache body shivering uh, everything but after 2 3 days it was fine and for the last 3 4 days so it's been a week now since i was i was positive uh, now i'm just chilling at home so like did you get tested again that whether you are negative now or no so um according to protocol once you're done with your isolation period of 2 weeks you need not get tested again you can just uh, okay mm-hmm. walk back into the society okay and and surprisingly let us let us also tell our listeners how you got covid right because i don't know i had i, I think know? i think i had something to do with it, with it uh Maybe. because uh, like when when uh, rohan came to mumbai when was that again around 31st yeah around 31st he came back and i rohan and our mutual friend harshal we decided to meet one weekend we met on a saturday and on a sunday i was having poor health and i think symptoms started showing on you from sunday itself right so i think that was because of the th- 31st harshal or me had carried some you know virus with us and <laughs> in, i i also got infected because i was sick for 2 3 days but i was like very mild very mild nothing serious i went to office still So finally you got covid and now you don't have covid anymore so apart from the vaccine getting the actual virus in you has increased your immunity all the more so now now you don't have to worry about meeting us right like <laughs> your body is immune now I'm not sure if that's how it works but I was just um, reflecting how did I get so careless with respect to covid because during the first two years I used to be the person who used to be the most scared and uh, one who used to be the most careful amongst any group so i won't even meet friends if they if they've come down to meet each other and so i'll be like nee 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 bilenge video call pe baat karenge so on and so forth when i used to come home i used to sanitize my mobiles uh, wash my hands take a bath after i have gone down so all of these precautions i used to take earlier but then i feel like after taking the two doses of vaccine i just gave in uh, and started living my life normally and after coming back to pune i remember talking to my friends and reiterating okay we should stop going to cafes now and you'll decide four five people you also don't need those four five people without mask everyone else will meet with masks will not meet many people in cafes because then so many people without mask etc etc was just trying to have those discussion and getting all those precautions back into my life and that's when i started getting symptoms so yeah finally i'm positive but i'm glad that this was in the third wave because supposedly the symptoms are milder glad it happened after i had taken the two doses of the vaccine so i got a lot of protection from the vaccine i'm assuming this data from mumbai which says that uh, 96% of the deaths reported due to covid were unvaccinated 
So data is really showing that if you have taken both the doses of vaccine, it's giving you a fair amount of protection. And third thing which I'm grateful for is uh, I became positive when I was away from my parents. So that fear of you infecting your loved ones, uh, at least my parents, uh, that was eliminated because I was in Pune, they were in Mumbai. And that, that's the worst thing about this virus, you know, you, you're going to infect the people you love the most because these are the people you won't be able to control your urges with, right? If you want to meet your parents, you want to meet your friends. If you want to meet your really, really close friends, you will meet them no matter what. And you'd say, okay, I'll make an exception for this particular person. And if things don't work out in your favor, then you're going to infect those very people whom you feel very, very close to. So in that way, this virus is quite cruel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's true. Like, I remember we had a very good discussion on this, <clears throat> on how cruel this virus is back during the first wave. Yes, so now I think you are positive. So let's, uh, I, uh, now you are no longer positive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now oh, I hope you're no longer positive and, uh, but we'll keep positive talks and move ahead with today's episode, right? Cool, cool. So I think this episode will be coming out most probably on our third anniversary of this podcast. So I think I would like to congratulate you and myself for doing this for three years, though it is not very consistently, but I'm glad that we are still doing it. See, it's been three years. Yeah, three years. Surprising. <laughs> yeah, right. Three years. And let's let's hope this, uh, like the third year, at least you are able to bring out at least one episode every month. I would love to have two episodes every month, but minimum criteria saal mein bara episode to aane chahiye. I feel like that's aiming for too low, yaar. I feel yeah, I, right. If you, if you remember, if you remember, I always insist it should be a weekly podcast. You say no, you don't have the bandwidth to edit hmm. weekly podcasts, hmm. and hence we settled down at two per month. But it's anything less than two per month is just hey, come on, I'm free. Let's get a recording done. No, I would love to have two per month, but sometimes our schedules don't match up. But yeah, let's let's hope to keep it two per month then. Yeah. And uh, for that, I think we started something when we had our second anniversary or first anniversary, I don't know. But we started this 36 questions of love. And I think it is a good time to actually try and wrap it off and finish that series. What do you say? Works for me. So, so let me just go and, and search 36 questions of love. I don't even remember where we stopped, but once I have a look at the questions, I think both of us will be able to. Mm, we are done till 19th question. The 20th question is remaining because I don't remember answering 20th question. 20th question says, what does friendship mean to you? But I think we have talked a lot about friendship in the past few episodes. True. So let's just let's just move to the twenty-first question instead. Or what? rather, let's just summarize the last few episodes by answering this question, then move ahead. Okay, okay. So what does friendship mean to you, Rohan? Oh, you wanna you gotta throw that at me first. Yes, yes. Mm. So I have many definitions and again I could write a speech on this, right? What's coming to my mind is friendship is default for me. So, when I don't have to think about things like, okay, this is 31st now, uh, everyone's going to party, who am I going to be with? When you don't have to think about that question and the answer comes naturally to you or 
okay here's my birthday coming up and these are the four people who are going to be with me on my birthday evening i mean, you don't have have to think about these things i feel like that's friendship for me mm-hmm. good good so this is like you have kind of summarized the entire previous episode on defaults in just Correct. two sentences nice yeah. for me i think i think at this point of time in my life it is very difficult to answer this question so maybe what's so special about this point in your life what's so special right now i am uh, like i said in the previous episode as well i am not the amish i once was i feel i am becoming a new person first i was an extrovert now i don't think i am an extrovert anymore and and there are other things as well so friendship is something that i am actually struggling with i don't have many friends in my life i could say or maybe the 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 most important friend in my life which i had is no longer with me so it's it's difficult this this whole concept of friendship is is difficult for me to wrap my head around at this point of time so that's what that actually that was the reason why i was going to skip 20th question ah, you know I knew, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> no but on a serious note because you are reinventing yourself you are looking at life Hmm. new light and you have to start with basics right you also say you have to again figure out what friendship means you have to again figure out what kind of person you are what are your interests what you want to hmm. do in your life hmm. whenever you are there in that position i feel like that's the best time to answer and think about these questions because now it's going to matter the most because now you'll be redefining things for yourself Yes and I would like to digress a bit and actually you remember I had tried to fill that uh, uh, what do you call it uh, young india fellowship form a lot of times and we had a lot of discussions around it and my my only uh, worry was that I don't have answer to any of those questions right and recently I came across this video of I think the channel is called school of life it's a nice youtube channel i think you might be aware of it yeah, yeah so yeah. i i i saw that video and it talked about emotional maturity and the very first point it said about people who are emotionally immature <laughs> is that the first point was they try to be in a herd they don't like to isolate themselves they don't like to be lonely they don't like solitude so i could relate very much to that and the second point was that whenever you ask them a serious question they would say i never thought about it that way or i never thought about it at all so again that is i could relate to it so much that i think i still don't have answer to many of those questions but i think now i realize the importance that at least it's okay to not have an answer but what it's what is not okay is to run from it and not to think about it i think one should think about some questions in life which are very important for oneself so Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't answer the question but yeah, you give a very nice explanation to why you cannot answer that question. Yes, the answer is that I haven't thought about it much but I am in the process of thinking about things. So, yeah, currently I don't have a good answer like you do. Cool, cool. The 21st question also is something uh, anyway, let's go. Question <laughs> <laughs> question number 21 is what roles do love and affection play in your life? I feel like it's a very vague question yeah what role does it play hmm. again i don't have a good answer to that <laughs> i hope you are not losing listeners listening <laughs> to me saying that i can't answer i don't answer <laughs> uh, to be honest i also don't have a good answer to that i don't know what roles love and affection play in my life because i feel like you'll understand it only when they are absent from your life and i have just been 
so lucky in my life that they haven't been absent for a very long time in my life. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I think my family loves me. I don't think. I'm sure my family, <laughs> my family loves me. My parents, grandparents love me. But uh, it's like you know. I think we had talked about this before as well. That it's their, it's their job to love me. So I don't like. I think it's it's the responsibility of a parent to love their child. If you give birth to a child, it is your duty as a parent to give love and affection to that child. So. it is kind of expected from them i might sound very uh, cruel while i say this but i think if a parent loves their child it's not a big deal it's their job to do so but when someone loves you unconditionally like parents also love unconditionally but i'm just trying to think about love apart from family love apart from blood relations so Yeah I think it's good to be loved I think <laughs> that's a very uh, generic answer I think I would say hmm I have a couple of points first with respect <laughs> to what you said at the beginning right you feel like it's the page job to love their child or is their responsibility is their duty so i feel like responsibility duty i kind of agree to but when you use the word job i was taken a little aback like it's the page job to uh, love their children and i feel like i also had a very similar thoughts about parental love till i went to an orphanage uh, and started volunteering there so in my orphanage i have met people whose parents have left them somewhere maybe in a dustbin or uh, the child has done something wrong and is in the juvenile jail and the parents have just come there to sign a paper which makes the child disown and goes into the hands of a shelter home so i've heard a lot of horror stories with respect to parents where parents which we feel like okay this is the parents responsibility it's their job but everyone does not do their job you know and i feel like we need to take a moment to feel that gratitude towards our parents for doing their job if it is their job in the first place but yeah i feel like after i started volunteering in my shelter home back in tapko i started feeling much more grateful for what my parents have done that's respect to parental love and outside blood relations there could be one is a romantic love and one is a non romantic love and non romantic love is mostly from your classmates friends colleagues etc so let's go one by one okay so i feel like first of all parental love and affection is crucial because for me that's like the safety net if everything in the world goes wrong i know that i can go back to my house and there will be love over there I'll get food for two times a day and with lot of care and love, uh, and I'll be heard and I'll be taken care of. So I feel like parental love, which many times people like you and I tend to take granted, that acts like a safety net, and that is also the reason why I personally am able to take so many risks. Um, the career that I've chosen, it's not a mainstream career. So the reason I feel like I had the guts to take that leap of faith. and try something new is maybe because i had that safety net of my parents like i know that they have got my back uh, even if i feel at something next i feel like the second component is just classmate colleagues and friends wala love and again your definition of love matters right the way i look at love is what are the actions which tell you that they love you so those actions could be just checking on that person if that person has not showed up to the college or to your workplace checking in if that person is sick 
giving food say for example like recently was covid positive there were people who were bringing in food for me so yeah i feel like the small small acts define love and i feel like that is very very important i feel like so far in my life wherever i have been generally happy i've had great friends around me and wherever i've been sad i did not have great friends around me so i feel like this is the super super important part of my life and i feel like it defines my general happiness levels my classmates colleagues and friends all i love because those are the people you spend the most amount of time with other than your parents if you are living with your parents and if you are not living with your parents then most of your time is just spent with them and last one is romantic love i feel like it's just a nice to have thing because i feel like i have been able to be happy without that for a very long time so i know it's possible but i also know that when you have that in your life life is just a dreamland so yeah but again when you have a romantic relationship it also has problems you have to deal with that as well so overall i feel like it's just a nice thing to have and it does not affect so much i feel like the first two are crucial take one of them out of the equation and i'm definitely sad in my life the third one is just a nice to have for me yes thanks for summarizing it for our listeners yes so should we move ahead yes yes okay so question 22 is nice alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner share a total of five items so let's <laughs> let's do it about each other instead of our partner because Obviously. we are partners for this podcast correct so let me go ahead first five chahiye na i think if i sit down i can easily generate 20 but seriously of course but uh, let me stick to the best five for now so the first one would be the ability to be mindful about things the ability to be mindful about yourself the ability to be mindful about the society you are kind of also uh, selfless in that aspect because i have seen you struggle so much during your teach for india fellowship and uh, i could see the uh, motivation you had for your hard work i have tried to learn a lot from you in that aspect i have tried to do meditation before now i have started it again so yeah it, it's very important to be mindful in today's world and i think i have learned that from you and i look up to you to become a person like you who is able to actually sit with the problem and think about it and try to come up with some solution or some explanation about why that is happening and in contrast i am just person who tries to run away or hide from it or just say that it's okay it's not going to affect me something like that so yes being mindful is i think the first positive characteristic i would like to have which you have already yeah interesting i did not know that this question is going to be emotional this is this is not emotional this is uh, we'll get <coughs> we'll let time be that will fifth item <laughs> it is it is 36 questions of love so mm. emotions are involved cool cool there is two disclaimers i want to give before starting my answers first is just as you mentioned right you're a different person hmm. and i am not able to see that contrast very very clearly maybe because you have thought about this you can see that contrast very clearly hmm. this was i was earlier this is how i am right now but for hmm. me both these images are kind of mixed Hmm. Uh, and i cannot separate them from each other so 
a few answers that I might have, maybe from that previous image, but they are still going to be my answers because mm-hmm. that's the image that I have of you in my mind. Okay. Um, and secondly, I feel like I have shared this with you recently, which is unknowingly I've picked up many things from you, which I did not realize. And mm. when I just started thinking about, okay, what are my characteristics and how did I become those Many of them had answers, okay, I must have picked up from Amish. And I was genuinely surprised when I got to that realization. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So with those two disclaimers, let me start my answers. My first thing is going to be just being super comfortable with yourself. So you don't care what, or rather, that, that's the feeling that I used to get. That you don't care about what others are thinking about you. So maybe just abusing people left and right, just thinking out loud. Because you think out loud many stupid things. But the conviction and the ease with which you do that, I feel like you just don't give a damn about what other people are going to think about you. You're just yourself. And a nice thing about it is I've picked it up now. So I am also a very similar person. And I was not that. I used to be very, very judgmental on myself. Uh, I used to think about how am I portraying myself to the world. People would also say reserved. But that has changed. Now I can just speak out my mind and be comfortable with being wrong. Be comfortable with sounding stupid. So yeah, that would be my number one. I think being comfortable has more to do with the environment than it has to do with you. It depends on who you are with, I feel. If I am with people who uh, who are strangers for me, think I would still be reserved. At least now I would. But uh, I think if you are comfortable with people who you are around with, like your friends, it's okay to say whatever comes to your mind, right? So I think the environment also has a role to play in this. But from what I've noticed, I could see this right from first week of our college, right? When everyone was new. Um, hmm. Even then I could hear you abusing very loudly in the corner of the room. And I'm like, doesn't this person give a damn about what other people are thinking about him? But you didn't give a damn, you were just very vocal and being yourself. So that logic wouldn't apply that, okay, these were my friends, etc. Because it was the first week of the college. Okay, okay, okay. Makes sense. I think it just has to do with the amount of confidence you have in you. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, which is not that good right now in me. <laughs> and it has it has increased in you. So yes, that's that's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so now it's my turn again. I think the ability to prove your point. Not prove. Prove is not a good word. Explain. The ability to explain your point of view is also a good aspect that you have in you. Because there are many times that I have something to say, but I'm not just able to put it out out there not able to articulate it correctly and uh, i think it really helps to bring out your point uh, you know like whenever you have something for example the topics that you bring to the table those are very well thought of topics you have a journey that you take me through you ask a simple question and then you try to relate it to the next question and go a little deeper in this and i think the training that you have had as a teacher in the field of your work has been very helpful in training this uh, line of thought in you to actually have a very nice flow of things flow of thought and to explain the other person why you are thinking what you are thinking and many a times it has helped the other person convince that what you are saying is actually right and it has happened with me also a lot of times very good examples would be meditation mutual funds amongst quite others that actually you are able to talk sense and able to make that person understand what you're trying to say 
he or she may not agree with you but they no longer can say that okay no what you are saying is wrong i think that's a very good characteristic that you have in you yeah cool i'll go next so again i'm not sure how to say this out loud correctly but uh, i'm just going to try i feel like hmm. you generally are the pulse of any group that could be in a bad way as well that could be in a good way as well if there are people who like you they'll say okay there's a good thing if there are people who are annoyed by you they're going to say that this is a bad thing about you uh, mm-hmm. but generally i feel like you're the pulse of any group that you're in so it may it be a group of five people 10 people you will be the loudest you will mm-hmm. be dictating where we are going how we are going i feel like your opinion is going to have the most amount of weight in any situation so i feel like that's a positive character because you bring in the energy out in the group so would would you would you like to say that i am the dominant one मैं जो बोलूंगा वही करने का नो आई डोंट थिंक सो एंड हेंस आई वाज वेरी पर्टिकुलर अबाउट द वर्ड दैट आई एम यूजिंग राइट यू आर द पल्स सो इफ यू आर नॉट इन द मूड एंड यू आर डिप्रेस्ड फॉर सम रीजन दैट इज गोइंग टू बी पास्ड अलोंग टू ईच एंड एवरी ग्रुप मेंबर एज़ वेल सो या इट्स नॉट ऑलवेज अबाउट डोमिनेटिंग इट्स जस्ट अबाउट यू स्प्रेड योर एनर्जी वेरी इजीली विद इन एवरी ग्रुप दैट यू आर अ पार्ट ऑफ Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. I too agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing I would like to appreciate about you is the sense of control that you have on you. I think it is it is similar to mindful, is it? Or no, I feel it's different. Mindful is just it's, being it's aware different. and uh, ability huh. to control would be to be able to act on whatever you're feeling. So when I say control, I think the first example that comes to my mind is like you don't consume alcohol. and i think it is it is very in today's world everyone consumes alcohol there are people who are very sati savitri kind of people <laughs> but they too they too consume alcohol and, and it, it's not wrong to consume alcohol come on like i hope you also agree on that or you, don't you yeah i agree it's not wrong to consume alcohol yeah it's it's wrong to get an addiction of it and do it every weekend and i don't even feel it's wrong to be addicted you're just addicted there's no right or wrong about it no one gets addicted by choice so i don't feel even being addicted to alcohol is a wrong thing i just feel it's unhealthy it's against mindfulness hmm. people do stupid things when they are drunk etc etc but that's not wrong no, but sometimes you need that external push to do some crazy things right which you wouldn't do Uh, like it's it's totally against uh, like totally against the idea of being mindful but sometimes it's okay to not be mindful sometimes it's okay to lose control like maybe okay like i am someone who who used to drink from a very long time but i haven't lost control and i'm always in control of myself i am not drunk and out of control but i think it's like socially acceptable but i think it's not social pressure because of which i started drinking it's just that No, so now I'm questioning myself. Why did I start drinking? <laughs> But it's yeah, it's like little little tipsy. It it feels kind of good to let go sometimes, and sometimes you want to say things which you might not be able to say when you are in full control of yourself. So that is one thing that you in your 25 years, I don't think so have drunk alcohol any time, and you are still very strong about not drinking it in the first place. So that is one example. when it comes to food right i think the amount of conviction which you have ki when the food comes you take some of that food on your plate and you eat it and then you stop eating <laughs> like i think iske bare mein we have a we have a huge discussion in one of the other episodes i remember but i don't know how you managed to do that like for me if i am at a restaurant i just cannot stop eating 
अल्टरन अनलेस आई हैव टू लूज एन माई जीन्स का बटन और आई हैव टू अनबटन इट कि मेरा पेट इतना आगे आ गया आई एम जस्ट नॉट एबल टू कंज्यूम वन मोर बाइट बट आई थिंक योर आइडिया आई एग्री टू वॉट यू हैड टू से बैक देन दैट देर इज अ नाइस ग्राफ ऑफ हैप्पीनेस वेन इट कम्स टू फूड एंड वंस यू पीक इट इफ यू इट एनी मोर फूड द हैप्पीनेस कर्व गोज डाउन विच यू डोंट वॉन्ट टू हैपन सो दैट इज वाई यू स्टॉप ईटिंग एंड इट्स इट्स गुड आंसर एंड एक्चुअली आई हैव ट्राई टू फॉलो इट इन माई रियल लाइफ यू नो दैट वेन एवर आई गो आउट आई ट्राई टू स्टिक टू दैट I don't overeat at all, and that is one of the reason why my appetite seems to be very less these days. But I am just trying to avoid overeating. Unless the food is getting wasted, I'm not gonna overeat. So that is also one more other uh, example of you being very much in control of yourself. Yeah. Cool. So next one from my side would be just insane honesty. And again, it's kind of related to the first one where you are very comfortable with the mm. kind of person you are. So a byproduct of that is you are just very very honest about whatever you feel, unless and until you are comfortable with yourself and your thoughts, you won't be able to be honest with yourself because then mm-hmm. you run the risk of sounding very stupid. But if you are okay with that, you can continue being honest. So I feel like also coming back to that alcohol or a point, sometimes some people need that sinus um, to say things which they won't be able to say if they are not drunk, right? For me, there is no such thing. Like if I do want to say something out loud to someone, I can just go and do that. I can just go and say. So that's not a barrier for me. And again, this is one of the things which I've picked up. I have also become insanely honest these days. However stupid that idea might sound to others, I am very comfortable with just sharing it with them and thinking out loud about it. And I'm also very okay with changing my stance on it. So I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that is also something that I've picked up from you. so it's a combination of being super honest about whatever i'm thinking in my opinions and being open to changing them if there's better evidence provided so yeah that would be my third one yeah there was this very nice episode on uh, this uh, on 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 radio lab about this double standards right like people generally these days even even the Uh, it was more towards the political uh, issues of america but the concept was like ki there are a lot of people having double standards who just change their stance when you present them different or new set of information and that was at least in the beginning of that episode it, it was like a negative aspect but i think actually it's a very positive one that you are able to change your opinions once you get a new set of information which is actually true and you are able to make changes in your way of thinking given the new information so i think that's a positive thing to be able to understand the other opinion and if that other opinion is correct to actually agree to it and follow it uh, yeah so now it's my turn fourth one you are a very good listener i think yeah firstly it's very important to be a good listener if you want to have a podcast channel but even if you don't have a podcast channel in the first place as a friend it's it's good to have a person who listens to you when you have things to say and especially me i am a very talkative person and many of the things i say might not make sense but it's important to have someone with whom you can actually let out what you are feeling what you are thinking and and also to have that person to tell you that no what you are thinking is not correct to correct that first to listen to it and then the ability to correct it if what that person is saying is wrong i think that is also very important and you definitely have that characteristic in you yeah i have many talkative people in my life i've got a lot of practice <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
so the second last positive characteristic for me would be your ability to not take life seriously i feel like <laughs> that's so damn oh important God. and again some people might take it as a negative but i have actively tried to do that in my life and i feel like i've gotten very good at it for example now the schools have been shut again right in pune and many many kya all of the teachers all of the principals vice principals of the it schools neto they worked very very hard for the last 5 6 months to improve student learning outcomes and many of them had just started seeing the results of all that hard work and now the schools have been shut again and there's going to be all the similar drama again the students are not attending you have to call them up you have to motivate them to come to online class uh, online class also has their limitations the data is going to look bad now because of the online classes so i can see so many of the teachers and principals and vice principals crying about this thing and not just for an hour or two like they are cribbing about it for days now and i have similar feelings right i also understand that the data is going to look bad now and things are going to be more difficult for the students all the mehnat that we did that is going to amount it is going to seem like it amounted to nothing but i feel like i was able to get over it in an instant like yeah this is what's going to happen just look at the brighter side my workload is going to decrease i'll have more time for friends and family so i was able to look at the positive things and not take it very seriously someone who does take it seriously is going to look at the data is going to do projections and feel very very bad about it feel very guilty about it feel frustrated about it but i feel like now i've started to not take all of this so seriously and i've gotten pretty good at it and i feel like it's a very good way of living your life you need a balance between passion and not taking life so seriously you need passion because if you want to achieve great things in your life you need passion but you get only one life here so if you are obsessive about the results um, you will lose out on the small small things so i feel like you do so well right you are into anime movies books vlogging youtube whatever whatever so you keep doing all these small small things and don't give a damn about what's happening out in the world and again another example of what i have unknowingly picked up from you see you begin this uh, this section by saying that some people take it negatively and i am one of those people i, I take it very negatively because like you said there has to be a balance between not taking things seriously and taking things seriously so i don't take anything seriously in my life so actually now that i am a little bit older i think it is trying to catch up with me that now it is high time i take my life seriously my parents are getting old i need to have a stable job and i need to have a proper profession i did my masters in physics but i no longer want to be in physics so there are these very existential midlife crisis questions that i have to answer these days but i think yeah I, once you have a passion in you then it is easier to kind of decrease it a little bit and give more time to those small things in life which are actually necessary and not take it very seriously but it's difficult to go the other way around to decrease the not taking things seriously part of your character and increase the other one it's 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 difficult but i think i'll make some progress on that yeah but i feel like it's supposed to be effortless so for me to take things seriously there was no effort and i feel the reason is i found something that ticks me um hmm. so i feel hmm. like it's just a matter of time where you find what ticks you so the effort has to be just giving yourself enough exposure 
that the hmm. chance of hmm. that happening becomes more but other than that there's no other effort that should be put in to finding your passion you just keep looking keep exploring Yes, till till now I haven't found what ticks me. इसलिए बोल रहा था Young India Fellowship apply करो नहीं सुन रहे हो। उससे tick हो जाएगा क्या? ये क्या logic है? अरे Young India Fellowship has many different different interdisciplinary papers ना। so that's the hope. Maybe law is something, maybe journalism is something, maybe English literature is something, maybe theatre is something. So something might tick over there if you are exposed to so many different subjects. Let's see next year always. <laughs> at least I hope this year I apply. I yeah. I don't want to get selected, but at least I want to have the answer to those questions which are asked in the application form. Right. Yes. So now the final one. What should it be? Two but the final one. Then I will tell you. Someone is saying that they will have twenty written now. See all these. I feel that all these are related. मतलब एक if I say one, बाकी सब ऐसा included है. तो फिर ऐसा अलग-अलग करके लिखने को नहीं समझ रहा है. ऐसा बोलो. I think I would I would like to say that one of the things that I like about you would be the ability to prioritize. Again, this is a part of the first thing I said that being mindful. That you are able to prioritize your twenty four hours a day very efficiently. this also includes uh, time management this i think mostly it's related to time management that i have seen your calendar it is so nicely packed i think it also it not only includes your professional life but it also has place for other things i'm i'm assuming i haven't looked it very closely but it it has very nice arrangement and i i remember that back when we were doing our bsc we used to visit your place often and i used to see that there was this very big white board Where you used to write down things, note things, and you also believe that making proper timetable is not the correct way to go. But actually, noting down what you are doing throughout the day, and then trying to realize, okay, okay, oh, I am wasting so much time on my mobile phone. I should decrease that and do something else, or use the time productively. So that I have tried to implement in that in my life as well. But that happens for a couple of weeks, and then again. back to the square one and in the previous episode you have also mentioned that you need your 8 hours of sleep right so that is non negotiable but the remaining 16 hours of your day you try to usme se bhi 8 10 ghanta you have to work so the remaining time you have to actually share between giving time to yourself giving time to your colleagues giving time to your loved ones i think it's it's very difficult to manage time and that is something that i am not able to do so if i start watching an anime I just want to complete it, so I try to, not try to. I tend to, you know, either sleep less or uh, not study when I should be studying or not work. And when I sleep less, I, I actually I thought it doesn't affect the times when I'm awake, but it actually ends up affecting. So I think prioritizing and management of your time is also a very important aspect that you have in you. I wonder if my manager will agree with that. But yeah, time management. I feel like I've had thoughts about it, and I used to do coffee tracking before starting my work, before getting a job. But after getting a job, I've now understood that there's so much to learn. There are so many people who are much much better at the things that I used to do. Things like prioritization and time management. So professionally, I feel like there's still room to grow a lot. But yeah, in an absolute sense, I used to do this. right from my graduation pro pro cool my last thing would be 
the sensitivity i feel like hmm. uh, in today's world <laughs> sorry sorry go ahead <laughs> yeah in today's world people lack that yeah and i feel like day by day it's so so important to just be sensitive and again it's one very small word but there's so many things attached to it because for you to be sensitive you need to be first aware of your emotions you have to accept your emotions then you have to feel those emotions it seems like a very obvious and simple thing but it's not i feel like there are so many sub steps that you have to be aware of your emotions you have to identify those emotions you have to feel those emotions you have to express those emotions you have to come terms with those emotions and i feel like it's very very necessary in today's world like it's easy to not feel them it's easy to run away from them and hurt yourself as well as people around you so i feel like that's a positive characteristic of yours but i think do you do you think that this being sensitive it also depends on what kind of emotions you are feeling because there are some things i run away from correct but there are some things that i'm i'm very sensitive about so i think it also depends on what emotions are we talking about some emotions are easily expressible for someone some emotions you tend to hide it tend to run away from it so i think it's very emotion dependent but yeah i i, I understand w- when you say that uh, i am a sensitive person in a good way yeah hmm. yeah so my understanding is you're running away from difficult hmm. thoughts difficult situations hmm. where you will have to like come face to face with the real you and where i feel like you're good at is just the raw emotions happiness sadness uh um, hmm. those kind of emotions whereas the ones you're running away from i feel like a little more complex when you have to face yourself look at your demons etc so yeah <laughs> yes 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 cool cool i agree 